0: Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Going to the Show with Tools. This is the first episode of this podcast, and uh, excited to get it going. My name is Don Tooley. I live in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm a huge uh, live music fan, been going to shows for years, and uh, thought it'd be a great way to uh, encourage my love of live music and share it with others. And by doing this podcast, I saw a uh, little segment on PBS NewsHour about podcasts, and regular people doing them and not just for huge distribution and huge followings. we just people doing them about various subjects. And and I thought, why can't I do one about live music? I uh, encourage people to come to shows with me all the time. And people often ask me, you know, what shows are coming up or, you know, what band should they be checking out and stuff? So why not do a podcast and uh, see how it goes? So I thank you for joining and listening and uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, Kind of my biography background uh, to set the stage is I'm uh, 50, been living in Charlotte for coming up on six years, Um, always loved music. I'm uh, the youngest of five, and there's a pretty good age gap between me and the oldest 12 years. So I grew up listening to awesome 60s and 70s music that my siblings were into, my parents were into music, and um, always loved it. And then uh, when I was nine, uh, my mom took me out of school early a day because uh, our aunt got us free tickets to see Johnny Cash at the local fair, which was uh, the Big E in, in West Springfield, Massachusetts, where I grew up, and saw my first concert. Johnny Cash and the family with, with June Carter, and it was uh, pretty incredible. There was a long wait, waiting for Johnny to come out because you had to get it get there early. It was general mission. and uh, my aunt took me for a walk because I, I didn't particularly want to be there. and didn 't like waiting, and she took me for a walk, and we ended up walking by johnny 's locker room as he was coming out and he looked at me and waved, and he was a giant of a man when I was nine years old, but I thought that was pretty cool i'd seen him on t v before, and the concert was great, loved it and uh, my first real concert I was probably starting in junior high, begging my mom to go to let me go to concerts with my siblings, and she wouldn 't let me go, which was probably a good idea in the in the early 80s things that go on at concerts but uh, my sisters took me to see the police at uh when i was in ninth grade at the synchronicity tour and that was my first big arena show and i was off and running i loved it bought the concert t-shirt you know i had just had an amazing amazing time and uh my first club show was in high school i think it was At that time called the Aragon Ballroom down in Hartford, which was about a half hour away and went down there with a couple of friends from high school and saw Brian Setzer. That was my first club show. He had just left Stray Cats and it was pretty cool being in high school in a club and people drinking and smoking and seeing a live show with somebody so up close like that. And uh, started going to festivals and traveling around for concerts and been doing it ever since. If uh, I go too long without seeing a show, I definitely get antsy and. I always say, um, live music will cure what ails you and it always does. And totally believe that. So the way I want, um, the show to podcast to go is kind of talk about what shows I've seen in the past month in Charlotte and what I've seen and enjoyed and Then what's coming up, uh, the next month that, uh, people may want to check out in town and what, and what shows I plan on going to in the next month. So, um, let's get going. So the past month, um, caught three shows. Uh, The first one was a little more than a month ago, but I definitely want to talk about it because it was the show where I actually thought about putting the podcast together and getting it going. Uh, It was at Neighborhood Theater. If um, you haven't been there, Old Theater in uh, Notice section of uh, Charlotte. And they got two sides of it. Uh, One's the big stage in the big room. And then they also do shows in the bar room side, uh, smaller stage, smaller setup. And that's where the show was. Um, went to the show, um, with some, uh, friends of mine and was just sitting there checking out the opening act and was loving the music. And, and I think it was a Tuesday night, something like that. And, you know, not a night as a responsible adult, you should probably be out at a concert, but it was just sitting there thinking how much I enjoy the music and how much I enjoy going to shows and, and, uh, thought about the podcast and the show I saw news hour and I'm like, I can do that. So here we are. But that show was the headliners were uh, little smokies, a uh, bluegrass band. Uh, friends of mine are really into them uh, James and Beth Benfield and and they had seen them probably over a year ago and they're like you got to check out the band Little Smokies when they come around and um, they had this show in Charlotte so I invited them and and uh, they met up with me and we got there early enough uh, to see the opener who was Michigan Rattlers a uh, bunch of young guys out of Michigan and they were fantastic um, I don't always get to shows and time to see opening bands i really like to because i want to see new acts and check out new stuff and most times it works out you know the bands are pretty good sometimes you see clunkers but um michigan rattlers were fantastic a uh, lot of energy great songwriters uh each of the guys in the band were um very good performers uh they put on a great show they did a uh, fun cover of uh, lawyers guns and money by warren Zevon, which is uh favorite rock rock song of mine and, and really enjoyed it. And, uh, they did, I'll kind of talk about a lot of my concert pet peeves or enjoyments, you know, as the shows go along. But one of my big ones with opening bands is tell me what your name is, you know, and talk about your merch and what you got going on. You know, bands, a lot of times those opening bands only have half hour to 40 minutes. And if, if I walk in during your set and I definitely came to see the other band, not you, you know, in most cases, you got to tell me who you are. So I, you know, I can, I can check you out on YouTube or follow you on social media and all that. And Michigan Rattlers are great. You know, mention their name and their merch in the back. And and uh, I don't really buy concert T-shirts too much anymore, but they had some uh, cool shirts and merch back there and got to talk to the drummer uh, between sets and tell him how much I enjoyed their set. And and uh, that was a, a great job by them and really reminded me to make the effort to get out in time for opening acts and then uh, after that was Little Smokies, and they killed it. They were uh, fantastic. Uh, great bluegrass band. A uh, little speeded up bluegrass, I'd say. Um, but they put on a great show, great songs. Uh, they also did some covers. Uh, two different lead singers uh, enjoyed, enjoyed both of them. Um, you know, and, and one thing I, I should have prefaced with, with my concert reviews uh, I haven't really reviewed concerts like this before, so maybe I should start taking notes of song titles and stuff like that to mention. But uh, I'm not one that's going to mention what guitars they played and get into technical stuff. Um, I don't really go to shows for that kind of thing. I go into I go to shows, have a good time, enjoy the music, you know, the artistry, the the passion uh, that the artists bring, and and all that. It's so much about the vibe and you know you had a good time and with friends and and all that so um that's kind of a little bit about how how i look at concerts and how i enjoy them but that was a great show at the neighborhood i love going to the neighborhood theater for shows uh they always they always do a good job uh beer prices are are pretty reasonable and um it's a fun place to see a show and nota is always a great place to check out uh restaurants and and have a good bite before the show too which which i enjoy doing um, the next show was a um, birthday uh, anniversary show at Unknown Brewing. They were celebrating their their five and a half years in existence. Uh, Unknown's one of my favorite breweries in town. They're, they're uh, in uptown kind of by the uh, football stadium. I tailgate near there, so um, go to Unknown quite a bit, you know, during football season. And their parties and anniversary things like that they do are always great. Uh, they always have really good music at them. Uh, logistically, they can be a little tough. Um, the Saturday that this was on, we've had a ton of rain in the Charlotte area and had a wet winter and kind of chilly things like that. And it was a beautiful Saturday, uh, of the uh, anniversary party. So I got up there, I believe it was starting at four and I got up there a little before four, took a while to park, Yeah, the South end and uptown's getting so tough with parking with all the development up there, but, um, hopped in line and it took 40 minutes for me to wait in line to get my ID checked buy beer tickets and get my first beer. It was packed, you know, because of the weather and unknowns got a good following and there were some good bands playing. So, you know, that was a little tough, but the good thing was they had the stage set up outside next to the brewery. And, uh, I was definitely there to see the, the first act. It was, uh, Marcus King was playing out of, uh, South Carolina. Awesome, awesome young guitarist. If you haven't seen him or checked him out, uh, please do, you know, blues, rock, psychedelic stuff. He's, um, uh, Fantastic. A lot of soul there. Um, But the, like I was saying, they had the band set up outstage. The stage setup was awesome. They had um, packaged uh, cans of beer as the backdrop to the stage, which was was really cool and and appropriate. But um, Marcus put on an awesome set. He wasn't with his usual band, the Marcus King Band. Uh, I believe it was a couple guys from his band and some other guys that he was sitting in with, more or less. They just announced it a few days before the concert. Um, I was kind of on the fence about going to the um festival and checking it out the um party but well, when i saw marcus king was going to be there and it was going to be an earlier set I, I definitely wanted to catch it and i'm so glad i did um, they did a little over an hour uh hour and a half probably they did and they ripped through it i uh, ran into guy i used to work with andrew stone who i see a lot of shows and it was um cool to see him and catch up a little bit we it's funny we never make plans to go to concerts together uh, but we often see each other at them so pretty cool um, after Marcus King band was a local band, bunch of young guys, uh, all, uh, funk band called Akita. And they were just fantastic. Uh, I'd never heard a note of them before and they just had a ton of energy, uh, really talented guys, bunch of horns in the band and they, they just brought the funk and, and I was for Marcus King, I was kind of standing in the back and I moved up front, uh, for Akita and, you know, danced a little bit and stuff. And, uh, it was just great. Really good way to spend an afternoon. Uh, tasty beers from Unknown. Um, crowd crowd thinned out a little bit, so uh, beers got a little easier to get as uh, the day wore on. But um, just as usual, a great party put on by Unknown, and like to congratulate them on uh, five and a half years in Charlotte and uh, doing as well as they are. Then uh, the last show I saw this month was Whiskey Myers at uh, the Fillmore in town in the Music Factory. Uh second time I've seen them. I thought it was about a year ago I saw them, but my buddy Chad who I met up at the show said we saw them 2 years ago. They played at the Underground of the the Fillmore. The Fillmore's got two separate rooms. The Underground's a smaller one. And uh they played the big room of the Fillmore. I didn't know how they would do um attendance-wise. It was a Thursday night show, but they packed it. It was um packed in there. at a, I had a buddy in town from high school, Mark sargent and we, uh, went up the show and then met Chad and his wife, uh, for a few beers at, at, BBGB before, um, we went in we missed the opener, uh, just as we were walking in, the opener was finished in there, said they only got about a half hour slot, but, um, we found a spot on the first level of the floor, uh, kind of dead center. And it, like I said, it was packed. It was, it was tight, tight in there, but whiskey Myers came out. They did two hour set and they just ripped if um, you're not familiar with them definitely check them out the first time I saw them I thought they were going to be alt country you know that kind of alternative country stuff with a kind of a rock edge but they are straight up rock it's southern rock and done really well um, write great songs they do a, a you know a mix of stuff they got some ballads they they rock you know some mid-tempo stuff they they can just do it all in the uh, two guitar lineup and a great front man, uh, singing. And they got, it's funny. They got two percussionists, they got a drummer. And then another guy that's got like a bass set up and he plays tambourine and the different, uh, percussion instruments. And that guy rocks out like nobody you've seen. He just, you know, he's like gonzo back there whipping his head around and stuff. And my buddy, Chad remembered him from the first show. He's like, Oh, I hope they still got that guy. And, and they did. And, and he was great. And it was funny, maybe fourth or fifth song in and, like I said, it was a packed show, the film where you're kind of shoulder to shoulder with people and, and I'm a bigger guy and there was a guy bigger than me behind me and he tapped me and he's like, Hey man, how's it going? I'm like, good. He goes, he goes, dude, that guy in percussion, something else. He goes, he's serious. And I said, yeah, and he's blessed to watch. And, uh, I won't do a Southern accent, you know, as a Yankee, don't want to offend anybody, but he goes, he goes, I think that boy's got the spirit coming through him. <laughs> and it was pretty much true. Uh, it, it was a fun show and. And we'll definitely um, try and catch them whenever they uh, come through town. I hope they go on to um, bigger and better things and uh, even more success. They're a great band. So um, that wraps up, you know, what I saw last month. And that's kind of the usual for me. I usually check out two to four shows a month, something like that. You know, it depends, you know, what the lineup is that's coming to town for shows, uh, economics and social calendar and availability and work and all that. But um you know if I go a month without seeing a show it's it's definitely a while for me and and it makes me less than happy <laughs> but um coming up in the next month, and the plan is to do these uh you know once a month or so the uh coming up in the in the month that I'm planning to go see is tomorrow the uh, Whitewater Center is doing their um Green River uh, festival that they do every year where they turn the water green and have a couple bands out there and I'm excited about the lineup tomorrow. The band I just saw at Unknown, Akita, the uh young funk band, and they're out of out of Charlotte right here in town. They're playing at one fifteen. And then after them is a great New Orleans uh funk band, Dumpster Funk. Uh features uh one of the Nevils and just a lineup of talented career New Orleans musicians, and they just bring it and uh you know, they're fantastic. I've seen them a few times and uh excited to get out to the Whitewater Center for the first time this year and uh enjoy a show. If you haven't been out there for a show, you gotta go. It's just awesome. You know, uh no charge for the concerts, you just pay to park. I always get the parking pass for the season. And uh, you know, you get to see people rafting by and they got a nice little stage set up out there. It's you know, great microbrews on, on tap and for sale and um, you know, the restaurant there is good and the and the uh, snack shack's good, too. It's just a great, great place to see a show. The festivals definitely get packed. Uh, forecast isn't great for tomorrow. I think it's going to be mid-50s, maybe a little cloudy. Maybe that will keep things down a little bit. But, um, you know, it will be busy out there. Parking will be tough and, and all that. But uh, definitely worth it. And especially, they always have such great artists out to the Whitewater Center and uh, just do a great job with that. And then there's a little gap uh, for the next shows. Uh, two more coming. Uh, Jamie Johnson, you know, country legend and alt cu- country legend. He's coming to the Fillmore on April thirteenth. Uh, hoping to get to that one. Last time I saw him um, was at uh, Coyote Joe's, and he put on a great show. So really want to get to that one at the Fillmore. And then on uh, Sunday, April fourteenth, uh, kicks off the uh, local amphitheater. Uh, Schedule PNC Pavilion up in um, I think it's technically Charlotte, but you know, on the edge of Concord, right up by the um, racetrack. Is Zach Brown's playing, and I usually get out to see uh, Zach Brown on their annual trip to town. Don't have tickets yet, but uh, if the weather's the weather's good and some friends are going out there, I'll definitely get out there to see uh, his band. He, he always puts on a great show. Uh, and then other shows I want to talk about that uh, aren't on my schedule, but are coming to town and, and I definitely think are, are worth checking out. Uh, tonight at the Visual Light, Cody Dickinson from North uh, North Mississippi All-Stars. He's playing with Cody Dickinson and friends. And one of the friends is Todd Nance from Widespread Panic, uh, one of my favorite bands. Um, and that's at uh, the Visual Light Theater. Uh, Gary Clark, uh, gu- guitar stud <laughs> you know coming up and only getting more and more famous uh he's playing the film more on april th- april 3rd um buckethead uh who you may or may not know i saw him with um, less claypool but he, he stinted in with guns N' roses for a bit uh he's playing the neighborhood theater on uh, march 23rd um a show i'm really interested in is uh lily hilat Lily, Lily Hyatt rather is coming to a neighborhood on March 29th and that's a busy weekend for me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out there for it, but I would love to um, check out some of her stuff on YouTube and, and sounds really good. So uh, might get out there for that one. But if uh, you got some time, definitely check out Lily Hyatt, Lily Hyatt. She's uh John Hyatt's daughter. Uh, also at the neighborhood um, is Guster's coming on, on April 9th. And the reason <laughs> I mentioned Guster is, uh, buddy of mine, I used to work in Boston, Massachusetts for a long time. One of my buddies went to college with those guys. They lived on the same floor. And they went to Tufts University, and for years, um, whenever they played the Boston area, we went to go see Guster and saw them in tiny clubs, and kind of saw them move up to small amphitheaters, and and always fun, fun, fo- fun, fun shows. I kind of got out of listening to them for a little while, um, but they're still touring and gigging and, and out there, and they're going to be at the neighborhood. Uh, Robert Earl Keen. Songwriting Legend is coming to the neighborhood on April 11th. I might make an appearance at that one. I've seen him a few times. Always a good show. Uh, Tab Benoit, who I love, uh, blues guitarist out of Louisiana. Seen him a bunch of times. He's coming to the neighborhood on April 12th. That's uh, always a great time with him. That same night, uh, Dark Star Star Orchestra is coming to the Fillmore on the 12th. And uh, they do their Grateful Dead show recreations. They're a ton of fun to to see. Always, you know, dance and get the uh, hippie groove going with them. And then the last show I want to mention before the next podcast is a local band of good nature, who uh, friends of mine have turned me on to here. And they have a great following in in Charlotte. Uh, They're playing uh, the Sycamore Spring Festival on uh, April 13th at Sycamore Brewing in South End. And I know that one will be jammed. Um, Sycamore does such big crowds on the weekends and they got of good nature of good nature playing there so that'll even blow it up more as long as the weather's good so um that kind of covers it uh for this podcast and uh oh one note i forgot to mention at the start uh the kind of music i'm into if if you don't know me if anybody pops into this i pretty much listen to all kinds of music i always preface that with saying i'm not the biggest fan of pop music, uh, but certainly things come up on the radio or, you know, you hear someplace and, and enjoy it and uh rap. I, I grew up, you know, going to run DMC shows and beastie boy shows in high school and college and stuff and loved rap for a long time and got out of it for a long time. And I could, you know, could not tell you now who the big rappers are. I don't dislike rap, but I've just fallen out of touch with it. And so you, probably won't get a whole lot of heads up on on rap acts or rap shows but uh other than that love everything uh go to a lot of hippie jam band shows love the blues love bluegrass Um, americana stuff i'm absolutely in love with which is so popular now so many great artists in uh country music which i got into when i moved down here uh alt country stuff i love um jazz i love reggae i love rock grew up you know, in classic rock, like I said at the start. So there'll be a variety of shows that I go to and check out. And um, once again, thank you for joining and listening and any feedback you got, um, please get it to me and, and hope people enjoy it and, and uh, hope we keep going and and get this thing uh, rolling ahead. And one last thing, plug my uh, Instagram. I take horrible concert pictures with my cell phone at uh, pictures. And I always hashtag them crap concert pics. So uh, you can look for that on Instagram. My account's just Don Tooley on, uh, on Instagram. Those are always fun. I'm not a recorder at concerts. So if you ever see somebody standing at a concert recording the entire thing, that's not me. I just hold up my, my camera once or twice and, uh, on my phone and take a picture. But uh, so that's it. Thanks for joining, uh, going to the show with tools and uh, hope you can come back again. Enjoy the show. Have a great one.